Welcome to the Garage Guys race recap of the Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 400, not 500. Don't get it twisted. It's it's uh, it's the Garage Guys, me, Garage Guy Chase. Dale Tanhart. Don't forget, Max Pain Relief. If you want some pain relief, go to Hooters. Hooters is always there for you, no matter what happens. And Dine and Dale... Tell them Dine and Dale sent you. If you dine in at Hooters and spend $40 or more, you can save $10 on any order, including food, merchandise, and non-alcoholic beverages, just by telling your Hooters girl about promo code GARAGEGUYS. All you got to do is just tell her that, and she's going to save you $10 on any order, $40 or more, offer redeemable at HOA locations. And then you got Captain Carryout with some news. Yeah, it me, Captain Carryout, a.k.a. Garage Guy, here to tell you that if you use promo code GARAGEGUYS for any to-go order at Hooters by using the Hooters app or by going to order.hooters.com, you can save $10 on any order, $30 or more. And that's for, you know, like when you don't want to sit inside of a restaurant, you don't want to speak to people, you just want to just be a slob of life and eat on your couch and get wing sauce everywhere, that's okay, and that's acceptable. If you use promo code GARAGEGUYS, save $10, any order, $30 or more, valid at participating locations for delivery and carryout orders, $30 or more. Um, but we were, we were talking about pain relief. I, I did not think you were going to go into the plug, but I will say that uh, some pain relief, you definitely would need some Blue Emu pain relief if you bet minus odds on Kyle Busch to win at a truck race again. The recurring theme of the season, betting on Kyle Busch and trucks and cup, but especially trucks, is just the ultimate, has been the ultimate clown move. And I almost, I almost bit. I almost went a card where I was just going to have Kyle Busch and William Byron and just put the house on both of them. And I was like, you know what? I don't know. I don't know about this. It just hasn't worked out. Can't. It's just so tough to make myself bet on minus odds guys to win races when you got 10 to 12 guys realistically that could win. Yeah. And we've seen so much calamity in the truck series that it's just, it's just never worth it. Even if, even if Kyle did win that race, it would have been like, uh, eh, whatever, you know, it's easier to miss out on those instead of missing out on the plus 700 plus 800 plus 1000. And that was what William Byron was in trucks. And then in cup it was plus a thousand plus 1200. So, yeah, that was a uh, that was a great race, and it just really shows that w Willie B is coming into his own. Hold on, what race was? Where I'm talking about the truck race, the the Cup race. All the Cup it. race was not a great race. I, it, every race is a great race when you have money on the line, and that's what I will say. Well, if you win, yeah, if you win with money, yeah, if you win the money, then it makes it great. But if you've got a driver in the top five, let's be let's be fair. If you have a driver in the top five coming down to the wire. It's exciting, but it's always exciting. Yeah, I, I'm excited. It's okay if 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 it was like the popular the opinion was it was not a good race. Yeah, which I don't care. Like I still love it. Like I still had a great time at Martinsville. I still like bad races to me are still fun. You know, I, regardless of betting, I just always am like, yeah, this is fun. And you can eat hot dogs a, yeah. a shit ton of them. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. But it's funny we hadn't even touched on the, the probably the biggest highlight of the weekend, which was the fight. It's the a awesome fight. fight of Sam Mayer and Ty Gibbs, and I don't know what your thoughts specifically are on this. I feel like we we kind of hadn't really talked much about it, but I put out a video saying 
this is so good for NASCAR. And the theme of it is uh, hopefully you got to see it. Hopefully you got to see the fight. Uh, I feel bad if you didn't because it was incredible. Um, but the theme of it is this is the kind of shit that propelled the sport in 1979 with Donnie Allison and Kelly Arbro. And there's a lot of people complaining. There's a lot of just disagreements, which is just basic Twitter. At the end of the day, this sport needs shit like that. You can say what you want about Ty not taking the helmet off and him three-piecing. I mean, he, he laid a good three-piece on Sam Mayer. I'll give him that. But um, in my video I put out on Twitter, like I, I just talked about how I am not going to pick a side here because I don't know either of these guys. Uh, but And I respect them both as very talented race car drivers with very bright futures. So I'm going to stay away from commenting on what I think is right and what was wrong in that deal. I just think the fight, as long as no one gets hurt severely, it's 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 awesome for NASCAR. So I'm glad the official that was in the middle of that was okay and was released from the care center. But all in all, we need shit like that to happen. It, it just creates so much good attention for the sport. Yeah, I see less and less of the people that are talking down on the fight itself because I literally have gotten myself to a mode now to where on Twitter, like, I just don't see it. Like, I think the algorithm finally understands that I want to see some fucking hands be thrown sometimes. So um, I'm here for it. I was excited about it. It was very good to see. And, like, it's funny because usually we, we dive into the cup race. But, yeah, I mean, we had a very long, extensive weekend. The cup race was the most – it was you, honestly you can, the you can lackluster say point of the weekend. You could say, you could say that. But I, I think that the weekend as a whole was great. I can't wait to dive in and talk a lot about the weekend itself. Regardless of who was right or who was wrong, um, I am all for – the violence, the hands, and you know, sometimes in racing, especially when you got like what a hundred thousand, it was what dash for cash. You got a hundred thousand oh, dollars on yeah. the line. That has another. I'm uh yeah, I'm all aboard the uh, Ty Gibbs getting pissed train. And you know what? You want to paint him a villain, paint him a villain. I'm here for it. I'm not going to take sides. Um, I'm just well, actually, I am kind of going to take sides. Uh, I I'm I'm just going to say I think that uh that that Ty doesn't give a shit and he's a badass and that's that's whatever it is. There's so. no question. He's a bad little I'm, motherfucker. Um, I mean, there's yeah. no question about that. The dude is an unbelievable race car driver for his age he continues to win races he finally had some bad luck i got everything wrong on xfinity when when the race went to hell with all those late cautions but the one thing i was right about i did not pick ty gibbs because i was like he's been too good and too lucky he's already won three or four times this year he was due for some bad luck, and he, he finally got it. You had the, the most important thing of all, though. I think we both actually had it, um, the bet of the fight. So we basically predicted that with, uh, with Moonhead. Uh, he had tweeted about, we need some fights. Yeah, uh, We happened. both quote tweeted that, and then a fight happened. So I'm going to say shout-out to the NASCAR Holy Trinity of me, Dale, and Moonhead. We, uh, we made that happen. I so, think so too. I also agree. to the man that fell, I was there. Uh, to to those of you that may believe that I was oh, the yeah, one that you put had, him, you had a front row um, seat. Yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah, for for those that may believe that I put him on the stretcher, I've seen some of the co the comments. They're they're quite <laughs> hilarious. Uh, I did not do that. Man's name is Keith. I know that much, and literally was filming the fight like Dale was. Um, shout out to you, by the way, for becoming a meme on television. Uh, that was very a very funny scene that will be burned into the retinas of all viewers of, of NASCAR races now. Yeah, it's pretty the wild. To the end man. of time. It's pretty wild how that yeah. happened. I didn't even – I wasn't even 
looking for a camera. And and I feel like we never any of these times where we pop, where we get on the broadcast, we're not trying. It to. It was all like, emotion. We we wanted to capture the fight from from POV. Yeah, okay? and and my biggest thing, I you were filming Brandon Jones. We were in Brandon Jones' pit box when he won. Yeah, and you were kind of looking at the burnout and the pit crew guys, and I'm sitting there because I saw on the cool down lap, I saw Ty Gibbs. Pu- uh, just pushing Sam Mayer, like trying to just take him out, just hitting him mm-hmm. hard in the cool down lap. So I was like, okay, something's going to happen. And I remember everybody's looking at Jones, and I'm peeking all the way down pit road to the left to see them. <laughs> and as soon as I saw Ty Gibbs, the way he, how quick he popped out of his car, I was tapping Chase. I was like, dude, dude, something's going to happen. We got to go. And we took off. And uh, I'm so glad I, I was I was paying attention to that because it it ultimately was one of the highlights of the season the the craziest part and my last point about this it is extremely rare for punches to be landed in these kinds of scuffles like it seems like something always happens someone gets in the middle of it and breaks it up or uh you know like noah gragson and daniel Henry had gotten into it last year and they threw some punches but nothing really landed uh it's very rare you see punches landed in these kind of deals and Ty landed three or four, and and Sam Air was cut up real good, and yeah, it's just it was just wild. It was yeah. an awesome night, and and Dale Jr. was racing. That what should have been the the ultimate highlight of all of it was that Dale Jr. is back for his one off, his annual one off race, and it was overshadowed by this teenager fight. I love it. It definitely, uh, you know, Dale Jr. being there was a uh, was a highlight. There were about a million people that would not let man get a hot dog also man, staring dude, it, at I, him. I'm one of those hardcore Dale Jr. fans, man, and I just – it's crazy to see the, how people act when he's there. Like, his presence is like a presence of God. It, it really is like – Did you feel God? Insane. I kind of did. Yeah? A little bit. When I was watching him hang out with his family in the pre-race, dude, I was like, man, I was close to getting emotional. It was just like the most surreal thing watching this man interact with his kids. Putting his daughter in the car, putting the skeleton glove on her. Like, it was so wild and surreal. I'll I'll never forget it. It was really cool. It was was amazing. Before it was all said and done, I did get to shake Junior's hand and introduce myself. That was a cool moment. Um, and he was just the most down-to-earth dude. I feel like that's a guy that you could just go shoot the shit with at any given time of the day. And he's just like not – you know, he's Dale Jr., but not Dale Jr. at the same time. Just like a, just like a really cool guy. Definitely will uh, will be on the lookout to possibly try to hang out with Dale Jr. I'd love to go fishing in his backyard and have him, like, cuss me out for some reason. Dude, I'd just love to go to yeah. – just go have have some Bud Lights with that dude. Yeah, like, what's wrong with you, boy? You don't know how to bait a hook? You know, even though I do know how to bait a hook, just to see. You know, I'd, like, just see if he would just, like, snap, you know, do his thing. It's like, because nothing he can say, I feel like, would, would be wrong. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, same. Uh, there's yeah. nothing that motherfucker can do that is ever if, wrong. I, I feel like if Dale Jr. would have been down where I was at, not to make light of the situation, but but I'm glad Mr. Keith's okay. Everything's fine with Mr. Keith. Um, if Dale Jr. would have been down there, he would have rose immediately, probably. So that's that's always a good thing. And, yeah, um, that's the power. The power the of power of Dale Jr. Yeah, Dale Jr. Power. He's basically a god to so many people in this mm. sport. NASCAR it's Jesus. Crazy. Yeah, it is. But yeah, back back to Mr. Keith though, real quick. Uh, I literally was was scared to death, honestly, because I 
my, was my mother. It was bizarre. It was. Like, my mother's an RN. So, like, I've seen how she will react in, like, public areas. Like, if somebody goes down or falls down or whatever. And, like, for a brief moment, I really thought that that man, like, I tried to help him up. I thought he was having a heart attack or a stroke. And so I freaked out. I yelled for a medic. Uh, we got some of the NASCAR officials over there. And I'm pretty sure he was an official. And uh, w- when I realized that he couldn't stand up, like, he just, his face was so frozen. But finally, they got a stretcher over there. They got him taken into care. It was just his knee that was was kind of banged up, and and it's really banged up. I'm guessing. I, I don't know the extent of the injury, but when you're an older man, like we're all gonna get old, and when you fall and hit your knee, like I mean, I know the older I get, like anytime like something happens to me like that, or if I like take a hard hit and fall down, like that that shit takes a while to get over. So. I can only imagine, but yeah, glad he's okay. the The whole situation was insane to, to be that close up to a NASCAR fight, though. So, um, you know, without any elderly people getting hurt, the, these young guys, dude, duke it out, bro. Like, like make your face go to Bloodtown. I don't care. Like, you know, because you're you're gonna be okay. You're gonna heal, and you're gonna be fine. We we need more of that. So it's no good doubt. to show no emotion. Doubt. Good to show emotion. Anyway, moving on from the Xfinity race, the Cup race, a lot of people say it was boring. I think it was really cool because we got to see one driver specifically do something that we never thought we would see him do. Austin Dillon running second in Martinsville, I feel like is a huge highlight to talk about in this third, race. Third. Other than other than he finished third. Yeah, I remember Logano was putting the bumper to Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. Well, he was running second for a brief moment. Yeah, no, he was so fast. I mean, if he if if that last caution didn't come out, he would have run second. But yeah, I uh it just goes to show, man. RCR, I know Tyler didn't Tyler Reddick didn't have the best night, but uh collectively we Tyler's obviously had his moments this year when he was top five, top three at speed. RCR has just really stepped it up, and they've turned it around, man. That's, I told you. And that's Austin Dillon's actually his second top three of the of the year because he finished second at Fontana, snuck up that's out right. of nowhere. So there, there's a lot of – We missed that. A lot of solid we improvements that there. Yeah. Yeah, well, just a lot of solid improvements from RCR in total. But, dude, yeah, I saw Paul Swan in the in – the, who's a pit crew member for – for uh, Austin Dillon, I went over there and talked to him. He was like, he was just like, man, we just got to close. Got to fucking close, baby. Yep. And I, I'd say they did. I mean, they they got a top three. Very unexpected. So They want that dub, though. I mean, I know Paul, of man. Course, it's like you can course. do all the work. Like, I mean, that's just competitive nature, man. And Paul is one of those dudes. He's a dog. I love him to death. And it's I get it. You want to win, man. I mean, it's like second isn't enough, dude. Like, I mean, you've talked. We've talked to Tyler multiple times. The top five situation. He's like, yeah, it's it gets whatever after a while. Yeah, you know? especially when you start getting close. You know, when you're knocking on the door and you just keep getting top top fives, it starts to hurt until you get that win. You know, but that's it. I feel in, like the, in the win grand is scheme coming. of things. In the grand scheme of things, big points day. I mean, finishing second, finishing third, like that's a massive points day. For the for the long run, which is the the playoffs and the championships, so Reddick and Austin Dillon are both in both positioning themselves pretty well to make the playoffs again. And the wins are coming. I mean, they're coming. We know Reddick's going to get one. Now, I mean, I could start believing that that Austin Dillon's going to get one too. The the organization is like Trackhouse, man. They've really just stepped it up with this new car. 
Yeah, and I think the pit crews have a ton to do with this. Oh, yeah, the pit crews have been That is, is such an important piece. So, let's be honest. We saw we saw how a pit crew can affect a driver. I mean, the, what, what Chase Elliott was the main example. That guy was going to run away with the win. I don't think so. I actually don't think so. I feel I like the, the stop, man, it was that well, last Well, yeah, stop. Byron did beat him, but Elliott's car, after about 100 laps, really – really faded and he did win the first two stages but after the the first two stages you still had what another 150 175 kind of had that same problem at richmond too didn't he just kind of fading at the end yeah yeah i don't know what i don't know what it is they doing uh, gus they've got speed but something about these longer runs has just they just haven't been on top of it honestly the the two cars that were the best in the long runs i feel like were logano and blaney i mean they were carving through the field like they were the only two guys i noticed that were able to and ross chastain who finished fifth yeah did you fourth. see that one coming i didn't i did not but it's not surprising because he's been good literally everywhere with this new car i mean there's no analytics that i mean you throw all the stats out from last year and the year before throw it all out with with ross chastain he's been good everywhere man so but blaney and logano and chastain which Ross never had good track position, so he, he didn't get there until the end. Those three guys were able to pass cars and when no one else could because of there's a lot of chatter. Drivers all gave a lot of input about what they can do, what they think will make these cars racier and give, give these guys the ability to pass and put on a better show. Uh, I think the temperature had a lot to do with it, too, it being freezing cold. I think nighttime Martinsville is a little overrated. Uh, so mm. track conditions, temperature, I think had a lot to do with the the very, as a lot of people would say, a boring race. Yeah, I uh, just back to my thought on Chastain, I was going to say, I thought this was going to be the week where we were going to see him towards the rear and stay back there. So, yeah, it, it's a real deal thing. And, uh, and yet, with the temperatures, I know a lot of people were disappointed with the Gibbs camp. I mean, I'm one of them that was, too. And I promise we're going to talk about William Byron, everybody. We're going to talk about William Byron. We're waiting for that moment. We just, we're trying to reflect through this, this cup race as quickly as we can to get these points in. But, yeah, Gibbs, you have to stop for a moment and really just look at the shit show that has become of Joe Gibbs Racing. Are you this is a, a track that you believed Kyle Bush would win and it wasn't it wasn't a crazy thought at all. You know, Martin Truex, even though the qualifying was bad, I thought, dude, he's still gonna be a factor. He's still gonna be up there. I didn't think he was gonna win, but I thought we'd at least see a top five come out of Truex, like cause he usually just is one of those guys that just slowly creep and come to life. And especially with them practicing in the daytime, colder temperatures, being at night. I thought that that was going to be a prime time. But the biggest one that really got me was Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin getting lapped at Martinsville blew my brain because I literally, like, for one, you know, I I wasn't 100% sold that Denny was going to win this race, but I felt obligated to bet on him this past weekend for some, uh, I guess you would say, some juju, personal juju reasons. And whenever I saw him getting lapped that way i thought that like that's he's gonna get back with a lead lap that's fine then mcdowell stays out in front of him it just was a really tough night for denny man and i and i hate i feel sorry for him i and i that's that's a lot to say like 
I don't ever feel sorry for like these guys because I mean like they they they're racing it is what it is but like for that to happen to Denny like that is just so uncharacteristic. I wouldn't feel bad. I mean he's got he won at Richmond, and I know Gibbs is it's panic mode once again. It was normalcy time at Richmond. They were back in championship form, and then Martinsville comes around and they're they just miss they just miss the mark completely. And it's odd because the twenty three XI cars were good. Kurt Busch was really good, and Bubba was fast too. And he, if he hadn't had a penalty, probably would have run top ten. Um, speaking of penalties, Kyle Larson just ruined my world as I <laughs> had him for top five and really, really hurt my betting card. So. We love Kyle. The one thing I said pre-race, I did my video in front of his car because I thought he'd be a, which he wasn't. He d- he didn't have a winning car. I mean, uh, just plain straightforward. He he wa- he wouldn't have been in the mix. But I think after that final long run green flag pit stop he would have cycled around close to the top five but the one thing i said when i was in front of his car is as long as he doesn't get a speeding penalty like he did in the fall of last year he's going to be in the mix he'll probably cash that bet and he had his best track position of the night when he came off pit road and of course he sped so just typical just typical but that i just want to throw that in there because i'm pissed off about it and it's monday but uh, back to the Gibbs camp deal. It's crazy, man. And Kyle, it really shows you how good Kyle Busch is because he fought that car all night and he still finished seventh. We saw that at Phoenix. Really, really struggled. All the Gibbs guys struggled at Phoenix. Kyle Busch still gets a top 10 in the end. Really just a testament to the talent level of this guy. And um, it, it sucks from a betting perspective. Uh, but it, it, it is very strange, especially with Denny Hamlin, just seeing Joe Gibbs struggle at these tracks that they've been really good at in, over the course of the last decade and more. So I don't know what it's going to take for them to figure it out. I mean, that from a betting perspective, it makes it incredibly difficult because you just don't know if they're going to show up or not. And we're going to go into big fade mode, and then all four of them will run in the top ten, and you're going to be like, well, now they're back. And then they come out. And just shit the bed, and then you're like, no, they're not. Hmm. So it is really strange to see because you're seeing Trackhouse has been good almost everywhere. Hendrick Motorsports has been good almost everywhere. Uh, even Penske has been good almost everywhere. But Joe Gibbs has just been a crazy anomaly, and I don't know what to make of it. I just have no clue. What we need to do is we need to go and see what teams were preparing heavily for the, I guess, pitch strategies – and the the minor things that you can do now with this car being so level, those are the things that are going to make all the difference with betting, I feel like, is because, you know, we what we've realized is we're, we're what, eight races in now to this season, the regular season? Yep. So when you're sitting here thinking about that, you're like, we feel like we should have a pretty good grip on, like, what's happened. And, and we still are far from it. So – We've got to start looking at other factors, guys, and and those are those are the things that we're going to be trying to personally do. That we'll be talking about, you know, um, week to week in the Discord. That's why it's important to be in the Discord. It's important to uh, check out the new Twitter community that we just started up, which is uh, NASCAR DFS and betting. So go check out that community or group or whatever you want to call it. Um, we're, we're going to try to just make sure that we, we're covering all the bases. So there's still a lot more things we can do to dig, and we're going to continue to figure that out. But ultimately, what this all boiled down to was William Byron 
was the first guy this season to win more than one race. So Willie Willie B, or as we now call him, Benjamin Bill. Benjamin Bill was the nickname that was given to him uh, as I was taking a photo of him and uh, our guy. Uh, I think it was our guy Bradley, I believe. Yeah. And uh, just literally, I've always been good. If you've listened to the the show for more than two years, uh, back when it was Drew and I, you know that the, I'm the nickname champion of the world. Uh, I'm just really good at conjuring these random names at random times, and that they they and sometimes I never even premeditate on them; they just come out. And uh, and I think we we finally have done it. So the Garage Guys have given him the nickname Benjamin Bill, and it is uh, it's and he liked stick. it. He liked it. He, he laughed did. and was like, "Damn, I hadn't heard that one. I think it's pretty good." So that's how I knew yeah. he hadn't heard it because I hadn't heard it until the moment yeah. I spoke it. It <laughs> yeah, was crazy. No, that was that was a hell of a nickname right there, and that's what we're that's what we're gonna roll with because everybody needs to call him Benjamin. I, I want to do. I want to. I, I track very specific things in my unit count, which the last two weeks has taken a hit. I think I'm at like forty plus forty eight now in the season, forty nine. Uh, mainly because I got wrecked in Xfinity. But I track very specific info, and I want to add, like, unit counts based off of drivers. And if I had one for William Byron, my it would be like he might account for half of my units on the season alone. Or, or maybe – I would say probably a third. Maybe Chase Briscoe. Because I picked him maybe to win. Chase. <laughs> well, Chase Briscoe, yeah. I mean, that one – that was a his, fat one. Dude. His win, I think, was fourteen units. Yeah, and then I had other stuff. I just nailed Phoenix. But with Byron, I picked him to win Atlanta, picked him to win the truck race, and picked him to win this. So um, the guy has just been a he has been ben, Benjamin Bill is an appropriate nickname. So he's bringing bringing home. We're gonna put his face on uh, Tom Cruise. Show me the money. Yeah, there you all go. about the Benjamin. We'll look, we'll get, look up the movie all about the Benjamins. We'll make a meme out of it. But uh, it was a hell of a win for Willie. I mean, he got two clocks this this past weekend, truck race night, and that's when we talked about it uh, back on the, the 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 race preview show. You were we were talking about the bets that we were taking, and I got him at plus twelve. I think you got him at plus one thousand. You wait. You wanted to wait till practice and qualifying, which is completely understandable. And he was really good in practice. Yes, too. he was. He was very good in practice. Qualified okay, but it's actually crazy. I got. I'm looking at lap averages right now, and it's Kyle Busch is just shocking to me. I mean, he was top five in all these averages, which is can I guess it can be a little misleading considering we see hundred lap runs and not you know the the the, the longest lap run data we see is twenty to twenty five laps, thirty laps, but only like five drivers ran thirty laps, but. Chase Elliott's up here. He had a top five car most of the race. Uh, Kurt Busch was really good. Bubba was fast. Blaney and Logano are up there. And Kyle Busch was up there. And then he was just, on these long runs, man, he would just get eaten up by guys. It, 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 I just can't I just can't stop thinking about how fucking annoying it was watching him get passed for 17th in a long run when – and. 15 lap averages he's p2 or p3 it's crazy i honestly for bristol dirt i don't even know if i would trust that data very much uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough i know we've i've gone pretty heavy on richmond and martinsville because i feel like the predictability factor is solid but bristol dirt man i i think i think i'd go light on outrights go light on outrights 
and keep it keep it simple this weekend because I don't I really don't know what to expect. I feel confident every week, whether I win or lose. And so, I'm not, and that's not be, from lack of. I don't. I wouldn't say lack of confidence, but just the unpredictability factor for this race is up there with Atlanta. It's up there with the Super Speedway. I just think it it would be smarter to temper your unit counts, just because of uh, how wild and and the how tumultuous this race could be. Essentially, is the best way to put it. Yeah. So I we'll we'll definitely have a lot more stuff going into the weekend on the race preview show about it. I'll go ahead. And, I, I want to give I'm one. Excited. I want to give one thing though. Ross Chastain has opened up at thirty five to one, plus mm. thirty five hundred. Mm. I think I might bet that right now because he's been he's been good everywhere why are the books treating him like this where it's, is it's crazy where's daniel that's the question where's who where's daniel oh dan dan suarez, dan suarez? uh i think he's like plus 1600 the really? book which is i think that's that's all based off last year yes 110 percent because he led a lot of laps if you remember this race suarez ran top five and led a bunch of laps and was a, a huge contender so that caught everybody off guard. I think the books are definitely looking at that. Like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't price him so mm. lucratively. That that hurts a so, little but, bit. It hurts my heart. Yeah, Ross Chastain plus thirty five hundred. I, I just I don't know what they're thinking because data for Ross Chastain in previous years throw it out the window. It doesn't mean a damn thing in the Cup Series because he has proven that he is good everywhere with this new car and this new team. Amen. Amen to that testimony. So, yeah, ultimately, shout-out to William Byrne. Shout-out to everybody that bet on Willie B with us. Uh, it was a great weekend. Finally, uh, you know, I, I know that I had two outrights earlier in the season, but first regular season outright for me, uh, I guess you would say. I'm I'm happy, and I feel good. And I'm fucking back, and I feel it in my heart. And I also felt it in my stomach now because all the hot dogs that I consumed have all been, been released from my body. Look, I think – when we went there in the fall, I think we just got a bad dose of hot dogs because we oh, did. Yeah. People asked, and we were like, dude, they are not good. But this time around, if you go to the infield to the OG hot dog stand, those hot dogs are pretty damn good. They are. And if you I, don't I mind toilet time, you'll be okay. I think I ate five or six through the weekend. They do hurt. I would be careful eating a bunch of them. They do hurt. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. They people, do hurt. People have always but. told me that, like, you know, oh, I can't eat too much Taco Bell. That doesn't ever bother me. Yeah. Martinsville no. hot dogs? Ooh, got me. No, they're next level. Yeah. But they, if you get Delicious. one from the infield, they're pretty fucking tasty. They are. Um, yeah. So, shout out to everybody. The supports, as always. We love you guys. And I know we're, I'm sorry, we didn't really get a Hooters parlay out this week. And I, I, feel, I feel I feel like a little sad about it. I did put a parlay, uh, but it it was a dud. So yeah, well, so that wasn't a Hooters parlay though. No, no, no. that was just a parlay. We're 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 coming with we're coming with the Hooters parlay this weekend because you're going to go to Hooters and you're going to save ten dollars. Captain Carryout is going to tell you how to do it because on Sunday, you probably should go you know with your family to Easter service and then take them all after church straight to Hooters. Okay, Ooh, are they that's. Open? That's what you want to do. Uh, if they're not open, uh, I'm sorry. Do it, but do it on Saturday. They got to be. Look, hey, man, it, like people say Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken. I say Hooters wings are the Lord's chicken. Um, so, But it does make more sense for Chick-fil-A to be the Lord's chicken. Anyway, moral of the story, it's Easter Sunday. You got to celebrate it with Hooters if they're open. So if they are open, 
you're going to go get a to-go order because you're probably going to be with your family, and they may all not want to go to Hooters after church. That's not nice. That's not kind. You go to Hooters. Okay? I'm falling asleep listening to this. Right? Exactly. I'm just going to talk and, and talk, tell you about Hooters on, on Easter Sunday. Uh, we're rising again with Hooters. Did you even do the promo code? No, nope, but it's coming. Uh, Garage Guys is the promo code, and you can save $10 on any order, $30 or more, when ordering from order.hooters.com or from the Hooters to Go app. And that's valid at participating locations for delivery and carry out orders only. And see, I saved you all the time about dining in at Hooters. You don't even have to say, you just say the code. Yeah, Dine and Dell sent you. Just tell your Hooters girl about promo code Garage Guys, and you can save $10 on any dining order, $40 or more. And that's not just for Easter Sunday, that's anytime, anywhere. Well, not anywhere. At HOA locations, this offer is redeemable and valid for food, non-alcoholic beverages, and merchandise. Just tell your Hooters girl about promo code Garage Guys, and she'll she'll save you ten bucks. And tell her Dine and Dale and the Garage Guys sent you. So yeah, big shout out. We have to do the Hooters parlay this weekend. If if you don't see it, people that listen to this, I want you to go on Twitter and remind us. Just just uh, blow us up until until we do it because we get. We just got too busy. We got we got really wrapped up in the in the limelight of, of fights and uh, Benjamin Bills and sure. uh, forgot about it. Basically, uh, so it happens yeah, we'll, sometimes. We'll, we got we got to do it this time. Hooters right. parlay. It's gonna be tasty. This weekend, we may not respond for three days, but like the Lord will rise again and respond with the Hooters promo code with the ten dollars you'll save uh, on on either dine in or carry out. That was Indeed. a very long. Hooters plug about Easter service, they better be church, happy. and Hooters. Yes, they better be. Uh, but this has been a race uh, recap, and uh, it's probably probably bedtime. Probably bedtime. Yeah, I'm, it's funny. I'm uh, laying down. I don't know if you can tell the difference in my voice, but I've been laying down on a bed this entire podcast because I am near deceased from being tired. Yeah, his mouth hasn't moved once. He's been talking out of his nose I'm the whole time. I'm telling you, dude, RV life for three weeks straight, is really really tiring mm-hmm. and it's like you're not even doing anything sometimes in limbo. And you're just getting it's like it's like never-ending jet lag so I, can, I honestly this is fun i love the weekends and going to races but i can't wait to go home for just a couple days in mississippi takes some and time then head to talladega i cannot wait for that it's yep. gonna be refreshing but uh hopefully if you're going if you're heading out to bristol tennessee this weekend Come say hey. We'll be around. We're easy to spot. Love when people come up and talk to us. Just shoot the shit about anything. Uh, We'll be dirty, too. Yeah, come see us at the dirt. The dirt's going to be fun. We're going to be dirt to dirt. All right, Garage fam, we love you, and we will see you for the Bristol NASCAR Race Preview Show. Let's do it. Love you guys.